Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. We are the Odd Couple, and we are live from the TireRight.com studios. And there's an unbelievable true story of how George Foreman went from winning the Olympic gold medal and the heavyweight championship to retiring to then returning to the ring 10 years later. The movie is out, folks. Big George Foreman or it will be out starting Thursday It's exclusively in movie theaters this Thursday, so get your tickets now. It's rated PG-13. Rob, you think you're going to check that out? Absolutely. I told you I was a part of that. I I watched the big fight with Michael Moore. I sat uh, ringside, Chris, in Las Vegas for that. It was an unbelievable punch. I still remember it. He was getting – George was getting hammered by Michael (laughs) – way younger Michael Moore – uh, making those yeah. ribs barbecue ribs, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, he knocked them out. That's one, of one those thing moments. that you don't lose is your power. Yep. You know what I mean? And and Foreman obviously could take a punch because, like you said, he was getting pummeled um, and he'd be taking some big shots. He was. But those boxing fans out there, Rob, I think it was – remember Ron Lyle? Yes. He fought Ali. I think he had been in prison. He came, learned how to box in prison, came out. He's really big. Ali beat, knocked him out, I think, in the 11th round in the 70s. Well, George Foreman and Ron Lyle, I believe it was Lyle, had an absolute knockdown, dragout war. And uh, any boxing fan, go check it out on YouTube. 
And they were just knocking each other all over the ring, and Foreman ended up winning. That was after he lost to, LA, or to Ali, and he became vulnerable. Uh, and that led to his life transformation, which you can check out in the movie Big George Foreman. We hey. definitely uh, would recommend it. No I doubt. saw it. It was great. I, I want to say one thing to you uh, real quick, and then we're going to talk about the Heat and the Bucks. Yep. But did you see the stat on the Bucks when they're down 3-1? to one? No. Guess what their record is when they're down 3-1. to This one. is the history of the franchise? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say Owen. They haven't had a great history other than when Jabbar was there. I mean, you know, they were all right with Don Nelson. They probably, I, I probably, I'm going to say Owen 6. Owen 10. They haven't won a game. When yeah. they're down 3-1. How one, much you of remember, that is this current group or, you know, re- yeah. recent? No, that's all time. Bucks all time series record, Chris, when they're trailing three to one. So when it, they're down three to one, doesn't seem like there's fight back. And the organization, obviously, different players, different times. You know what I mean? But right. it's just interesting that they're zero and ten. And we saw Miami do this to them in 2020 in the bubble. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a little different in that Giannis obviously missed the bulk of the first two games. But look. My, I'm not saying obviously they should have won yesterday difference. though they were a big they should have won yesterday a, they choked and, yesterday and in fairness to the Heat I know it was early but the Heat jumped on Milwaukee even when Giannis was there for that first game before he got mm-hmm. hurt so um, they're, they're t- uh, look Milwaukee uh, Miami plays hard they're well coached and Jimmy Butler and we'll get to him we'll get to the Bucks a little later Rob uh, in the next segment. But yeah, I right, just want right to throw now, that stat out. Yep. It just jumped out off to me. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, um, not all the time, I think this is an example of how it's not true all the time. But, Rob, most cases, that team that's up 3-1 is just better. You know what I mean? So, yeah, of course they're going to win 95% of the time or whatever because they, they're just the better team in getting that 3-1 lead. Not always the case. You saw Detroit beat Orlando uh, when they were up 3-1 famously, and Tracy McGrady said uh, "I thought he thought the series was over. Now, he, Tracy says he never said it. Didn't he come on this show and say yes, he never said he that? he claimed it, Chris. <laughs> what he said is, Find and, and I give Tracy credit, he said, "Give show me, the, let me hear the tape. Right. Because he didn't say it on tape, Chris, so there's no were tape Were you there? It. Yes, yes. So but nobody, was, I mean, this is, you know, Tracy McGrady didn't no. play in the Stone Age. I mean, they, guys had recorders, you know that. Yeah, nobody was recording. Whoever talked probably to him was, it, what, what, was a, was a like, 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 probably didn't save it. Like, it wasn't on yeah, TV camera. I, I used to do so, that, So too. if you, yeah, if you, you do that, Chris, you don't hold all your, your interviews. You're going to have enough right. tape to do that. So he's right. Nobody has a tape of him. But I remember... Writers coming in, you know, to the Pistons saying, you know what, Tracy McGrady thought the series was over. <laughs> I swear. So I know that that had to happen. I know. Well, remember, and, and not, I'm not really defending him, um, but, Rob, you remember first round series used to be best of five. It was that year. And this was the next, right, this was the first year. So, I mean, there's a little, he was a young kid, too, you know. Um, I guess a little, a little context, I guess. But I guess, you know, but I guess my only thing know, is, but. if you thought you won, you, I'm not saying you would have had a big celebration, but there would have been a little bit more to it than what it was. Yeah, you know what in I mean? the locker room, other guys, yeah. coach would have said something. He would have had yeah. a speech and said, "Oh my God, well, we're going on to the next round." You know what I mean? Like Rob, 
that was an interesting situation for so many ways, reasons. Because one, Tracy was fantastic. And he he really has good numbers in most of his playoff series, even though he never won one. So people rip him for that. But he never, again, never went on to win the playoff series. But Doc Rivers, Rob, who had been phenomenal in his first year, or I think it was year, uh, this was, his, I believe, his second year as a head coach, but maybe it was his third. But he had been great in Orlando initially. And, Rob, that team, didn't they lose, like, they lost something like 16 straight games to open the season. It was something crazy. Mm. And so Doc lost that series, that up 3-1, and then the next season started off horribly and was fired. So he had been there a while. He had... One, two, three, four. It was his fifth. He was there at fired in his fifth season. Rob, they started one in ten. So after Tracy said that, and I'm not blaming it on Tracy, obviously, but after Tracy said they thought they had won the series, they went on to lose uh, 13 of their next 14 games, and it cost wow. Doc Rivers' his job uh, in Orlando. So that was that was crazy, but... Let's get to Jimmy Butler, Rob. And I, I brought this up actually, obviously not knowing he was going to go for 56 points. He was on we, his way to a big night, and you brought it up. But we yeah, it wasn't I mean, final yet. We didn't know yeah. he was going to have, uh, f- what is it, 56? 56, the fourth highest scoring playoff game in history. Tied with a few guys, but you, Jordan with the 63 is number one. Elgin Baylor, 61. And then Donovan Mitchell, 57. We haven't seen that Donovan uh, this year, that's for sure, against the Knicks. And then Donovan or uh, Jimmy Butler with 56. Tied, I believe, with Charles Barkley. Um, but Rob, I, I brought it up, and I'm not, I'm not really saying this definitive yet, but I do think that Jimmy Butler is making a beginning to really make a case where you have to wonder, is this guy going to be a Hall of Famer? And I know he obviously doesn't have a championship, but everybody, of course, in the Hall of Fame doesn't. And um, I also think, Rob, people would look and say, well, obviously he's been very good in the regular season. But they might say, well, he just because he has become such a great player in the playoffs, and just for a little little context on around that, Rob, a little history for people, this series he's averaging 36 points a game on 63% shooting. He's not a good three-point shooter. He's a 32% career three-point shooter, but he's shooting 53% from three this series against the Bucs. Which and is the ridiculous. It's incredible. And the Bucs, Rob, got two players in Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez who will likely be on the all-NBA, all-defensive team, first or second team. Uh, and then that, that's not to mention Giannis. Obviously, he's only played two of the games. But still, so he's doing it against one of the league's best defenses. Rob, last year, they got to the conference final. He averages 27 points a game in those playoffs. Uh, the year in the bubble, of course, he leads Miami to the finals, averages 26 points a game uh, in those finals, really battled LeBron. You know, I mean, he obviously couldn't play with LeBron, but he battled him about as best as you can. And so his playoff, when we say playoff Jimmy, it's a history there. 
And, Rob, I was looking at Reggie Miller, the great Reggie Miller, a top 75 player of all time, obviously in the Hall of Fame. Rob, Reggie Miller made five all-star teams. Uh, Jimmy Butler's made six. Reggie Miller made three all-NBA teams. Jimmy Butler's made four and might make five, you know, depending on this year. But where was Reggie? Was Reggie third team? Because all of Jimmy Butler's a third team. Was it, I'm was not sure. I mean, he was team? with Jordan. He certainly wasn't beating out Jordan. No, I'm not saying uh, that. But I, I, don't, I don't know off yeah. the top of my head. Um, but I would guess second or third team Okay, um, most of those years. Uh, Jimmy made five all-defensive teams. Reggie, none. Jimmy has seven seasons where he averaged. So some of this is regular season. Where he averaged 20 or more points a game. Reggie had six such seasons, and they both made it to the finals just one time. And, Rob, Reggie is most known, and I actually think what helped him really make him a superstar, uh, make him a household name, and make him uh, help this Hall of Fame case was his clutch moments. And the fact that he talked so much trash, it was entertaining. It was on the big stage at Madison Square Garden. He's going at it with Spike Lee. Now, he had other moments. I remember him against the Nets hitting some just mammoth clutch shots in the playoffs. You remember Detroit, Rob, with the big dunk against the Pistons. So he, but my point is, his regular season numbers aren't like, I pop 18-3-3. But I, but but here's, but the, here's the clutch, why. Here's, and I think here's, Jimmy's the clutch. Jimmy's got these clutch moments too. So I think there's he's building the case. I just think Reggie Miller, the the things that work in his favor is that when he retired, he had made the most three point field goals. Now now that's when he retired, Chris. So right, he had and, like, and they didn't shoot as many back then, right? right. You know so what I mean. Did. So that was yep. something at that point, and now of course he's fourth. But but at that time, Reggie. That's something that he stood out with. When he retired, he was the all-time three-point uh, And he's maker. one of the best shoot, even with, you know, 20 years later or whatever. And, he's still and, one of the best shooters ever. Yeah, and, and he led the league five years, Chris, uh, with free throws. Like, he was a, considered, like, one of those guys. And I'm not saying that Jimmy hasn't had a good career and, and you're stacking up and putting some things together. Um but I, I, I just get it. Wonder. You don't think of him, right? I, I've never no, because, really thought but, of him until right. we kind of. And, and, and Reggie you know, was also a part things. of Chris the, the 50 40 90 club, which is exclusive, only a handful of players. I think Kyrie's made it twice. I think there's only like five or six players in that club. Do you know that? Yeah. Like Larry, yep. like Larry Bird, Kyrie twice. I think Nash did it. Nash did it. And, and Reggie Miller, I mean, and, and that's 50%. From the field, 40% from three, and 90 from the free throw line, which is... Reggie did his stuff in 18 years. Jimmy's done it in 12. I I think Jimmy, no one expected him to be a great NBA player. Let's just keep it real. I mean, Rob, he started in Chicago. He averaged two points as a rookie. Derrick Rose was the show. Um, Even now, it's hard to think of Jimmy Butler being better than Derrick Rose, you know, having a better career than Derrick Rose. Obviously, it's because Rose was injured. Right. But, you know, Jimmy Butler wasn't supposed to be even close to this guy. 
Um, it's interesting. I mean, like I said, I know certainly you don't think Hall of Famer, but I think I, I'm trying to look at it objectively. Now, one thing that could hurt him, Rob, is, you know, he's been injured a lot. Now, he's, you know, he's typically, he hasn't been like Anthony. I mean, he's he's played, you know, a lot of seasons. This year, 64 games. Last year, 57 games. Year before that, 52. Uh, The bubble year, only played 58. Uh, 2018, 59. You know, he's had, he's only had one season where he's been over 70 games. Or played even 70 games. But Anthony Davis is like that. Now he's better than Butler. But, you know, we'll see. I I just think trying to look at it objectively, I I think this dude is building a case where I got to, you know, give him some consideration. So uh, it's an interesting situation. Yeah, I don't think think he's crossed that threshold yet. But sure, be considered if he continues – this pattern, who knows? It's only year twelve. He he might he might win a championship. What if he wins one this year? That would change the whole narrative oh, and, won, and conversation. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, right? if he won this, I I can't see that happening. But you're right. I mean, I didn't see them getting to the finals in the bubble either. So if he were to somehow win this, and look, they take out Milwaukee, hey, you can't just say they got no shot, right? Milwaukee's the favorite. To win the East, then, right? No, that would be that would be a big domino out falling, and then yep. why why couldn't you? Because right. that was supposed to be Milwaukee's spot, right? Right. All right, we'll get to the Bucks next. And we want to apologize as we got a new studio that we can't get you guys involved today. Yeah, we'll get that straight. And I out. think we've had some good questions, Rob. I mean, we always do, but the LeBron clutch question, Jimmy Butler, HOF. Yeah, yeah, it would have been great to hear from been, uh, right. our listeners on that stuff. But uh, sorry about it, guys. Just hang in with us. We'll work through these uh, new studio. It'll work out. All right, keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that Gangster Rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. And at the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything, everything is doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Also, be sure not to miss Draft Night Live right here on Fox Sports Radio. Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern throughout the first round of the draft. Insider Jay Glazer, former Cardinals GM Steve Kime, college football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, and big noon kickoffs Rob Stone will have pick-by-pick predictions and reactions to every first-round pick. That's Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, throughout the first round of the draft, live right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage is presented by Chalk, C-H-O-Q, the reigning champion in natural men's health. 
Level up your strength, energy, and focus, guys, at chalk.com. Use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com, code DRAFT. Rob, you, know what, you got a you know big that announcement. Means? That means on Thursday that I'll be able to uh, get a nice steak at Gallagher's and listen on the iHeartRadio app. I'll listen Oh, you're going to show. Gallagher's? Yes, yeah, on Thursday that, night. A, some, a rare a night off in right New York. There. Yeah. What's I the was there. My wife, on there. my wife and I went there probably about, I guess, about four months ago. Okay. Uh, was delicious. Absolutely. What did you have, uh, filet or did you have something with a bone in it? Uh, I probably had the ribeye. I yeah, usually get bone? the ribeye. Yeah, yeah. You need the bone. We were Chris, going to see flavor. something. What well, we were going to see a show. Uh, it might have been, might have been the Michael Jackson. show. Oh yeah, you did mention Broadway. that before yeah. when you guys went uh, to see that show. Yeah. So you yeah. went to Gallagher's, had a big steak. Your wife was steak eater, or she had chicken. She What'd will she eat, eat steak. She, I mean, she eats a lot of. She's pretty fish? healthy. Yeah, fish, but she'll have a steak here and there. Yeah. So I don't remember what she had that night, but uh, yeah, enjoy that. Um, your announcement about this Bucks Heat series. Well, my announcement is that I just think that the Heat are going to win. I I think yesterday's game. I really do like that. That just turned the series for me. Like they were down big. You know, they got Giannis back. It looked like okay, Giannis is back in there. They're going to be fine. You know, and everything. The world is good. And then to come back, storm back, and win the game the way that they did, and Jimmy Butler, and I, I just, and then the history with the Bucks, and we've seen this before. I don't know if they're the same team. You remember I picked Miami, Chris, on the show yesterday, and you were like, oh, yeah, I don't know right. about that pick. I, I thought you were You remember crazy. that? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. and I said, I don't know what Giannis you're getting back. Now, he played fine, but... I didn't know Jimmy Butler was going to play, uh, you know, out no, of body experience. You, right. right yeah. Exactly. So, so now you got three to make one. It's the old NBA, Chris. You remember three to make two? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. Yep. Three, three. That was a low point in the NBA when, when they <laughs> right. gave you three. You give when it, they gave you NBA uh, players three free throws to make two. A lot of young to, people probably don't even know that. They don't existed, even know right? that. It used to be three to make two. You got three chances to make two free throws. I don't, what did yeah. that? I just How don't long was that? That was that was in the eighties. I remember. Chris. Well, it was the seventies. I know that's when I remember it. But yeah. I don't remember three to make two. We'll, we'll look it up to give you the exact time. But anyway, um, I don't know. I don't have any confidence in Milwaukee now. I really, I really don't. The way they gave that game up, that was a a huge game. And getting back in the series, you get your star back. You're up oh, yeah. by you double digits. You're going home. For right. Game five. You're going home. It, it it turns the whole series to me. Now, look, their backs are against the wall. Get, put a gun to my head, Rob, and I'm picking Miami. But I do give the Bucks a legitimate chance. This isn't one of those, hey, you never know anything can happen. I do give them a legitimate chance to come back. They got to win three straight. And win all one three. reason, yeah, one reason, Rob, is that Miami's so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a clunker. Probably game five. But they're going to have a clunker. And then you got to, you probably got to go, you know, I'm assuming. They have that clunker in game five. They're probably going to play well in game six in Miami. And we know that's not the greatest crowd in the world, but um, still, uh, no. you got to go down there and win. If they and, show up uh, at all, Chris, they might show up at halftime. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's crazy down there. But, uh, 
I guess there's a lot of other things to do, so that's understandable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Bucks are backs against the wall. And, Rob, I mean, if you're a Lakers fan, if you're a Suns fan, uh, really, to be honest, any of these teams that are, you know, trying to win the championship, they have a legitimate shot, you want the Bucks out of there. Because I, I, if it's like the Golden State, if you're a Knicks fan, I think that's the team they have. You want the Bucks out? Like, oh my like, gosh! If, right? Could you imagine we, that? I think then I would pick the Knicks over the Heat. That's what I'm saying. It's like all of a sudden the whole dynamics change. Yep, yep, absolutely. So um, we'll see. Uh, be great for the Heat if they can pull this off and um, in this thing. Uh, and but I, I know I know you like the Bucks most of the year and Giannis and the whole thing, Chris. How surprised are you? Obviously, he didn't get to play uh, in the first two games, right? In the first two, yeah. Well, he played the first one and got hurt. He got played hurt, only right. eleven then, minutes, then, right? And then missed two and three. So it, there is it is a little asterisk, I guess. I mean, not to take anything away from the Heat, but it's right. They still got to get it done, but yeah. he didn't play. Right, he didn't play. I'm surprised all you that they're still in this, and I guess I guess it's really uh, it was about last night because he came back and they had a double digit lead late. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for them to lose that game. He had a triple double, so he played fine. Um, There's no excuse. I mean, they won. They split without him, Rob. You know, so they this is it's not all on Giannis. Obviously, most of it's probably not on him. But the Rob, and I think you and I agree he's the best player in the world. But he does have deficiencies. And we all know he's not like a great shooter. He can shoot, you know, he'll get hot. I mean, he's not even as good a shooter as LeBron. And um, so when you're late in a game, it's not like, you know, he's Steph or he's even, again, LeBron or Kawhi, or for that matter, Jimmy Butler, or most of these other great players, Luka, you know, guys, Rob, that you can give it to them and feel confident in saying, you know, get me a bucket. I mean, yeah, if he can get to the hole, he's going to get you a bucket or a foul and maybe hit the free throws. But he's not going to – You, how much confidence do you have in him pulling up in the mid-range? You know, obviously he's not going to really hit a three. He doesn't shoot threes that well. So as great as he is, and again, I think he's the best player in the world, You, there's some deficiencies there. And it came out last night. So we'll see. I'm not writing them off, but um, Rob might be right on this one. He's got them dead to rights. All right. Uh, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. We are continuing here. And uh, we got our man Antonio Daniels up. So we'll talk some NBA with him. But first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We're the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We welcome in our man, the NBA champion, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, Antonio Daniels. Antonio, what's up, brother? Yo, yo. Fellas, 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 what's going on? We're sorry to get to you so late. We're going to try to keep you a few minutes later just because, yeah, we're in these new studios and and things are kind of going haywire. But let's get to it. Jimmy Butler, 56 points last Mm. night. Let's start with him. I'm, I'm sure Rob will ask you about the Bucks. 
in their precarious position. But I, I, what do you? What is it? He is. He denied it last night. I mean, kind of laughed it off. It's not a thing. This playoff, Jimmy. But it is a thing. He is. Right. I mean, he's a very good player in the regular season. He becomes like a top ten player in the playoffs. What is it about a guy? And maybe have you played with guys, or at least, or even played against guys that just got much better in the bright lights of the playoffs? I, for me, I think the mindset is different in the postseason. Um, obviously, there's more on the table. There's more responsibility, accountability, uh, more eyes, but also there's more rest. Right? right? There's no uh, back-to-backs. There's no three games in four nights. You know, the, the travel is not as bad. So you get an opportunity to kind of zone in a little bit more. And I, I heard him um, kind of push it to the side, you know, the whole um, playoff Jimmy thing. Right. And, and it is a thing. It yep. really is a thing. Because if you think about Jimmy Butler in the postseason, it's a crazy thing. We had a guy call in our Sirius XM show last week and telling me and my co-host we were crazy for talking so good about Jimmy Butler because he never shows up in the postseason. Which kind of makes you wonder how <laughs> much people actually watch basketball. Right. And that, guy's, called, that Butler, guy's calling an NBA show? You know what I mean? Right. right. What? Like, right. Golly, and and the thing is, his, his postseason his postseason presence um, is amazing to me. Like, Chris, I believe you said that maybe in the postseason he becomes a top ten player, and I think that's a valid statement. Let me ask you about the Bucks and what ha- mm. what happened, Lucy, last night because they get Giannis back, they got double digit lead, and they choke that one down. Uh, that's a series changing loss right there to me. I mean that that's a huge. They done in your opinion? Yeah. Where are you? On no, I don't. I don't think they're done. I do feel like Milwaukee has a team constructed to win three games in a row. Obviously, it's not going to be easy. But for me, and I felt this way after game three, I felt like there was some organizational arrogance that came along with Mm. sitting Giannis back-to-back games. Mm. I felt that they felt, meaning Milwaukee, that they were good enough to, if they lost game three, which they did, to then come back with Giannis and then win I game four. So I felt like there was some organizational arrogance that came along with sitting Giannis a little bit longer than maybe they thought they could get away with doing that with, with Miami. Because any way you look at it, any way you break it down, no one saw Jimmy Butler going for 56 last night. Even after the great first quarter he had, no one thought that when right. that game was over, we would be talking about the fourth highest scoring playoff game in yeah. the history. Right. So you don't anticipate those things. Also, this game is about matchups. And with all due respect to Brooke Lopez, because he was great yesterday offensively, this is why I am never in favor of a quote-unquote one-trick pony winning defensive player of the year. Because mm. versatility matters. What they're mm. doing is playing into the strength of the Miami Heat. Putting Brooke Lopez in drop coverage, now you have guys coming up and pop shotting. Right? right. Duncan Robinson, um, uh, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero when he was playing, uh, Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin, all these guys, they're in drop coverage because as good as Brooke Lopez has been offensively, his feet aren't going to get faster. Right? So now you don't have a roster constructed to guard certain things. 
That's why I've never been in favor of a guy that simply protects the rim in this era of NBA being Defensive Player of the Year. No, that's fair. I mean, Boston gives them fits defensively as well. You know, even though they're a great defensive team, um, Boston gives them trouble. And and obviously, the Heat, these perimeter teams can kind mm-hmm. of exploit Brook to some degree. Well, um, let- the Lakers last night, um, I thought it was a, I, I call it a masterpiece by LeBron. It was a strange one because there were long stretches where he was very inactive outside of rebounding. Right. His defense was good, right? But mm-hmm. I thought Antonio, he was tired because now, you know, you're only getting one day rest in between these games. And I thought if Memphis won that game, it could be the Lakers could be in some trouble just because now they're playing every other day. Did you think fatigue might have been a factor? And, and I mean, this series is likely going to go the Lakers way. But do you think that could be something that Memphis tries to capital can capitalize on in these last three games? Here's what was impressive to me about last night's game. is I, I'm, I'm sitting there watching that game, and I think Stan Van Gundy actually commented on it. There was a time in the third quarter where LeBron James or Anthony Davis, they weren't involved offensively at all. And to me, this is what makes the Lakers dangerous. Anthony Davis has been up and down like crazy as far as energy yep. is concerned, his motor. Yesterday, he was not very good at all in the totality of the minutes that he played. We can look at the fact that LeBron James had a 20-27 game, but it's not like LeBron James was great either. Right. And they still won the game. Because now you have guys like Austin Reeves, who LeBron James trusts incredibly. You have guys like um, uh, Jerry D'Angelo was big last night. You have guys like D'Angelo Russell. You know, you have guys that are making plays. So now, this isn't a LeBron James constructed roster where whoever gets the rebound, like, okay, get a ball to LeBron. Everybody right. get a ball to LeBron. LeBron is getting rebounds and outletting the ball to Austin Reeves. LeBron's getting a rebound and outletting the ball to D'Angelo Russell. So what you see with the Lakers now is, even if Anthony Davis's motor is low, which seems to be every other game, they can still <laughs> offset that with the growth and the progression from other guys. That's a dangerous team to me. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't look at them the same way that you do. I I looked at this series as not just Ja getting hurt. They lost the first game in L.A. where they shot like 6 for 40, which will never happen again, like to start the game. And even in this game, the last game, um, and you talked about what LeBron was able to do, it took them overtime to even win that game. And and then LeBron and them had a golden opportunity in Game Two without Ja, and they got their, their heads handed to them. I, mm-hmm. I just look at the series totally different. Like, like they haven't been that impressive to me. And you just gave them the no, 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 no. Le- I, I, I agree with that. I, I can agree with that. I'm not saying they've been incredibly impressive, but the thing for me at this time of the year, I don't care how impressive it is. I just care that you win, just win. because there are teams that have played very well and lost. And I would better be non-impressive and win than very impressive and lose. Antonio, so I what the Lakers have now, even even not being impressive, Rob, is they have a three-one lead no, on not being it. impressive. So right. then, what? Think about how this team looks if they are impressive. Before you go, Antonio, we got about a minute for your answer. Um, there are lots being made of the Suns having to play Kevin Durant forty-four minutes, yeah, Luka forty-three, yeah. Chris Paul thirty-nine. How big of a difference is 
three minutes in an NBA game. Like, like the difference between if Chris Paul was playing 35 minutes, I don't know that people would be complaining. If Kevin, I mean, 40, anytime over 40, people might say something. But, you know, it, it's three, four minutes that big of a difference where people should be alarmed at these minutes. See, for me, it's not the minutes. I know for myself and watching these games. But I'm watching Phoenix, and I see a team that I picked to come out the West and to win it all, and they look beatable. Because the thing that they haven't looked, they haven't looked on the same page to me. And there comes a point in NBA games where talent takes over. Right, but if you watch the Phoenix Suns team play, it's a lengthy amount of time where Kevin Durant is standing in the corner, or Devin Booker is standing in the corner. It almost has the Kyrie Irving, Luka feel to me. Where or even Kyrie and Durant last year against Boston. Exactly. Where it's like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. It's a matter of time before that talent just kicks in and it kind of elevates you. So what's scary is what happened when Phoenix runs into a team that is clicking chemistry-wise, camaraderie-wise, on both sides of the basketball. That's what's problematic for me. All right. That's our man Antonio Daniels. Great stuff as always, brother. Appreciate you. For sure. Appreciate it, fellas. All right. Peace. More iCouple coming your way. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today 
and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Five. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. And be sure not to miss Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Throughout the first round of the draft, you'll have insider Jay Glazer, Former Cardinals GM Steve Keim, College Football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, Big Noon Kickoffs Rob Stone, and they'll all pick, they have pick-by-pick predictions and reactions to every first-round draft pick. That's Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, throughout the first round of the draft, live right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage is presented by Chalk, C-H-O-Q, the reigning champion in natural men's health. So level up, brothers, with your strength, your energy, and your focus at chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life, C-H-O-Q.com, code DRAFT. Rob De'Aaron Fox going to play tomorrow night in game five uh, against the Warriors. He'll have a splint. On his just the tip of his finger, well, you, which is fractured on his shooting hand, and Robbie was shooting around today. And I mean, this is take it or leave it. But one reporter said that he saw him go one for six from three point land with the splint. He's obviously getting used to it. Right, um, it's going to be think an adjustment. It'll be, yeah, I, it'll be a, a little bit of a factor, but he's still got that speed. Uh, he's not a great three-point shooter, even though he's hit some big threes, obviously, in this series. He's, he's, that's not his game. He's only a 32% three-point shooter. Um, he's more getting to the hole or in the mid-range. And, you know, he's a professional, so I think he'll, he'll be able to adjust to some degree. But look, bottom line, Rob, if you're a Warriors fan – they need to go in and get this game. You got to get one in Sacramento. If you, the best one to get psychologically, Rob, is the game where their star is injured, right? And so you would think so. You lose that. I think you give an advantage to Sacramento mentally. 
I, I agree. I think that that is a huge game, um, especially if he's not right. If they win that game, Chris, and he's not right, I mean, what? Right. If he comes out and drops 30, then, hey, it's just a regular game. He's, he's obviously playing well. But if he's scuffling but, and they yeah. still win or beat you, then I don't, yep. I don't know how you're going to think anything other than yeah. it's going to be a hard day. I mean, I wouldn't write game. him off because, you know, they could win a game seven there, but – they need to get this one, game five, and then close it out at home in six. All right, now we're left. I right, couple, lock it. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.